am your host, R.C. Carlton, and I am joined by my partner, Actively Lazy. Can you hear me? This thing is ridiculous. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. All right, let's try it again. Hopefully, it won't go out again. Something wrong. This stupid connection is not good. Because, I mean, it's Airbnb. Let me see something. Let me see. Where is that? Okay. All right, right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to the You Got a Minute Fam. Pan- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fam podcast. I am your host, the Kamish, and I am joined by the blackest man in February. <laughs> uh, actively lazy. I'm the same black in February as I am all year round, man. Well, I'm, I'm the only thing oppressing white people in the group. I'm very much blacker in February. Well, maybe angrier. No, 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 no. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. Tell tell the people why you missed the last podcast. Huh? Yeah, exactly. You're not. No, no. I'm not huh? letting you do that. Huh? I'm not letting huh? you do that. <laughs> I'm not letting you do that. You will not say I said angrier. Angrier. Not even that. Not even that. You you set the rule and then you broke the rule. That's the whitest thing. That's what black leaders do. No, no, that is such a white trait right there. That's not Elijah, the honorable Elijah Muhammad told me. Nope. Not again. Nope. Nope. Three, four wives. You still yeah, three, four wives. He was telling Malcolm to keep it clean. That's life, man. That's what a black preacher would do. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to Ja Morant. Unfortunately, we just got a mess. There have been several things that have been going on, and I didn't think it would come to a head so quickly, but he is suspended indefinitely. It is possible some places I've been seeing just kind of some fringe outlets. I wouldn't call them like mainstream outlets, but not like totalsports.com either. Uh, The Colorado police are looking into his actions to see if they were illegal. He may have taken the, well, he most likely took the gun on the plane. So the NBA is looking into that and that would be a 50 game suspension. If you've been under a rock, John Morant showed this little girly pistol at the strip club and his life has not been the same as he was getting in trouble for several other things before that. Man, look, I'm a Jai fan. I supported some of the antics, so maybe I'm an enabler. But um, yeah, when we're we're like the fifth story in like a week, man, come on, bro. He got to make better decisions. Like, I'm not for coddling adults. Um, and I know people like, you know, somebody needs to help this young man, blah, blah, blah. At this point in his life, he knows what to do. He 
he won't acting like this at Murray State in the sense that he won't getting in trouble publicly. He wasn't making a spectacle about things. It wasn't like this his first couple of years in the NBA. Like all this shit just turned around here recently, where he's just so out in the open about it. And um, you know, life teaches lessons, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, if the police conclude that he bought the gun into the strip club or whatever and and validate that he put that gun on the plane. There ain't a damn thing saving him or the Memphis Grizzlies because the question to me is, if he bought the gun on the plane and he didn't tell anybody, then it's going to make him look really bad. He's going to get hit over the head. But if the Memphis Grizzlies knew, because I highly doubt they that he snuck a, a gun on the plane, if they allowed that and then take the proper steps, they're going to get in a shit ton of Well, he could have put it in his purse. That gun was really small. Yeah, I know it was small, but it don't matter, bro. Like, like I said, it was a prostitute gun. They, look, see, if security should be tighter than that in this day and age, I don't care if it is a player or not. You know how tight those players are, man. Yeah, they, well, they you know what? You know, know what? That, that rule put in place is pretty fucking strict and pretty black and white. So good luck to the PR team and anybody else in the Memphis organization. I think that's probably why they suspended him indefinitely like uh you know i hate to do the the jordan <laughs> the jordan thing but he's probably gonna retire and then come back, <laughs> come back. you know like yeah. i i told i told Corey today i said if stern was alive i guarantee that's what would have happened it'd be some tough stuff right now yeah, he's tripping bro he tripping and can i can i can i rant a little bit because I, right. I had a mean rant it annoys the shit out of me that his father is in the front row of every fucking game He's in the front of every fucking camera. He's this big socialite taking pictures with Usher and shit. And your son is out here acting a fucking fool. Where are you? Where are you? Like, even if you're not, you know, fussing at him in public, where are you as the father, bro? Like, this is your life work. Not even, like, uh, Ja's life work, because obviously it is, because he's the player. But, like, if you look at the story and you see some of the clips, like, I think there was a little documentary about him a while back or something, um, when he got drafted and everything, the amount of time T put into his son and to see his son develop into this being that he didn't come from uh, a rich basketball background. It's like T played. He was he was a decent player, apparently, but he won't know NBA player like for Ja to rise up and, and reach this level of uh, notoriety in the basketball world is almost unprecedented um and to have that collapse on your watch as a father again not trying to be on my soapbox but bro this is that's crazy that's crazy and it makes me uh appreciate somebody like lavar ball uh more and more which you know we had had those conversations back when lavar was in front of every camera acting a fool and stuff but his boys is is more or less they they structured they they not out here doing wild things and we talk so much about parenting and how important that is and two parent homes in the black community and this and that. And here we have a prime example of even sometimes that still does not work. And, you know, I think the whole family needs to do uh look inward and evaluate uh, their, their uh, practices. Cause this is, this is a bad look and it really could steer his career into another direction. I wonder about that because I keep hearing everybody say his team, his team, his team. I hear that all day and uh, all night and yesterday and all weekend. And father's different. I mean, 
I feel like as a father, that's almost a situation where you almost got to have physical violence if your son throwing that kind of thing. Like, like that's almost like you got to challenge him as a man and like be yes. willing to, to 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 throw him against the wall and be like, "What are you doing? You know, you're yes. throwing everything away for his own good." But in general, though, it's hard to make a man or anybody that wants to sabotage themselves. It's hard to stop them from pulling the trigger on themselves. And whatever's going on with him, that's what he's trying to do. And I don't understand. I don't know him well enough. Haven't studied him. Haven't had any in-depth articles about his psyche that would do that. He doesn't seem to be from that kind of background. A lot of those guys, they come from environments that are so toxic and so bad. They revert back to that. Or they're scared of the new environment. Or they're just comfortable with the environment. Like you talk about like your Iversons or your Pac-Man Jones or people like that or, or Mike Vick. They're pulled down by those people, but they already come from these horrible environments. So they don't know how to live life in a functional way. But everything we see about Ja, that shouldn't be the case from his upbringing. I mean, that could be any kind of dysfunction. But from what we understand, that that's not the case. So that's what makes it weird. Yeah, and like I was telling somebody earlier today, you ain't got to grow up in the hood to be gangster, man. That's a misconception from the media, from society in general. I know plenty of backwoods people that ain't never been anywhere with more than one streetlight that would knock your head off or put a cap in you quicker than anybody from even locally here in Richmond, Gilpin Court, Mosby Court, and those areas. So um, we don't know the influencers in Jaws' life per se, uh, but at the end of the day, He's still a grown man. He's still got a lot going for him and, and literally living the fucking dream right now. And he's throwing it away in a way that makes you question, like, are you sane? Are you sane? We Plenty of people, and I, I put it out there because John Wall's obviously open about it. Plenty of real people associated with gangs and, and, and those backgrounds and stuff like that celebrations that even kids are doing on the court right now are basically trying to throw up gang signs because they see NBA players do it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's been a part of the culture. We get that, but bro, ain't not one NBA player to come through making John ja Morant type money or close to John ja Morant type money ever been that open about that shit. Like to, to have it come into play in this, in this manner, like how many chances has this boy had over the last two weeks and it's one thing for when the pacers were having their problems and i think it was like al harrington but the pacer were having some problems with a couple guys the jailblazers were infamous for that yeah but bro none of those guys were approaching to be in the face of the league they're trying to groom jaw for if not the you know face face but it was possible when lebron retired but definitely like the most entertaining player kind of guy, which all these endorsements, there was a soft drink endorsement. There's a Nike endorsement. So he's throwing that away on top of the big contract. So I don't understand that before we get out of here, we'd be remiss without saying what Skip Bayless had to say. He said, so I've called the league around the league to people I've known forever talking about job. Bayless said, because I was so shocked by the IG Live, how brazen it was. And I had several people say to me, well, time out. Are you sure you guys aren't giving him a pass? Like, you're not surprised by that? They're asking me, are you not sure he's that? 
Like, just remember who he is. He is about that life. And remember, he's throwing up crypt signs. I've seen him throw it up two or three times, probably missed some other times. Now, I guarantee you this was a salt team coach that he talked to, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, um, hell up, Skip. Stop talking about things you don't got no real insight on, man. Uh, I don't. I I hate that people like Skip Bayless have a platform to to really comment on stuff like this because you know he's just doing it for clicks and being corny. Mm-hmm. I I prefer to listen to people like Jalen Rose who who really has a bad background, mm-hmm. um, and came up and stuff and, and and is spitting some real advice for once. Uh, and then also like you know Kendrick Perkins and and basically people that could somewhat relate to uh what they see Ja doing as far as his mannerisms and stuff and and have had past experiences with being knuckleheads themselves and turning it around because, you know, bro need a mentor and he needs to really like take a step back and stop being drunk on fame. Like since he uttered, we're not worried about nobody in the West or something like that. His entire career. It really has. It's like a G. Yeah. Yeah, Humble. Somebody's out there trying to humble him. Yeah, it's it, and it's it's a lot of self-inflicted man, and and you know you mentioned his team. He need to fire every last one of them bamas. Every last one of them. Bamas. You ain't listening, bro. I bet OJ had a team. Hell yeah! <laughs> Come on, man. Like, he, just got got, a team. he just got a shoe deal. And I don't know for like a I big mean, contract. Did you see that uh, the skit with the guy who does the LeBron skits, and he was Jaws' agent. <laughs> man, whoever you thought you had it made, then all of a sudden, like, bro. Are you switching gears to the NFL combine? Are you ready to anoint Anthony Richards at, or uh, yeah, a- Anthony Richardson as the number one pick? I'm going to take a flamethrower to Anthony Richardson when I do uh, the write up. I already know. I already know. I, I watch Anthony Richardson for, for what, like 10 minutes, one game? I've seen enough. No, I'm not ready to anoint him anything other than a project. And if he goes in the first round, like I told somebody, I'm not going to use the term that I used when I said it, but I <laughs> promise you, if I was an owner or GM and my team drafted Anthony Richardson with the first round pick, everybody in that room is fired. They might not even make it out without a fight. Because there's, other than drafting him because he's an elite athlete, uh, there's no reason. There's no, there's not one positive in his film, bro. Not one other than these plays that you make when you're an athlete. And why all of a sudden does Anthony Richardson get to be like the number one quarterback off the board, but Lamar fucking Jackson had to potentially be a running back? Yeah, he's bigger. What? But I don't care, man. He ain't a better passer. He ain't even a better playmaker. Lamar Jackson in college? Ain't no way, bro. He ain't won no awards. He ain't won no significant games. He ain't got no leadership. Like anything about him saying he's a leader. He did a turnaround jump throw and ran a 4-4 and jumped through the fucking roof. He's more liable to be an Avenger than he is a fucking quarterback. <laughs> and people want to attract him. And I'm hearing, like, seriously, there have been reports, which obviously we know they're just reports, but people are really considering taking him over Bryce Young and Stroud. Are you mad, man? Are you mad? Come on, bro. I, I, I don't have two minds because I, but I've also gotten stung 
twice with Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. So, but I but I would, I would say their work at they also played longer. This guy also has very little tape, very little experience. He is very raw. I saw them hyping him up. It's AR fifteen or whatever they were saying. He was what were they saying? AK fifteen. Yeah, oh, I forgot AR, what they said. AR fifteen. And he said he didn't like it. And I was watching the next game and he was horrible. And I watched some tape. I watched one game of tape. I don't remember who it was. Like half a game on the cutups. And I saw some things. But the question is, what you put around him and how functional he can be in a system. If you give him a Jalen Hurts offense, if you give him what Josh Allen had and you allow him to run and make plays and with a running quarterback, the learning curve isn't as steep because you have them as extra man as a rusher. You freeze the defense. You make the reads easy and clean. But the question is, does he even have functional accuracy? I saw Josh Allen make amazing throws in college. I was just worried about the inconsistency and more than anything, the decision-making. This guy, it it, it goes to the sidelines. Like Josh Allen threw bad passes into coverage, ill-advised passes, inaccurate passes. This dude is three yards out of bounds. (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's a different level of inaccuracy. Jalen Hurts was inaccurate, but like off to the left, like we're talking about ball placement. This guy is not in the ballpark. So it's a hard evaluation. I have to keep looking. I struggle with guys that are inaccurate, but I've missed. I didn't kill Herbert, but I've missed on Herbert. All right, we are back after some technical difficulties. Uh, but we were discussing, uh, or I was discussing how I missed on Josh Allen and Herbert. Even I, I was against Herbert, but I still had him ranked like two or three. But um, but I definitely wouldn't have drafted him. Josh Allen, same thing. I was out on him, but, you know, I had him top three. I might have had him four or five. I don't know. I had to go back and look. And then with Hurts, I was definitely anti-Hurts. Don't draft him under any circumstances. And all, well, Herbert didn't improve at all. He just was a stud, just being held back. Allen improved. Hurts improved. But a lot of it is based on the scheme, the situation. Do you think that Richardson put in the proper scheme can succeed? No. Like I I explained to... um to Marcus when we were talking about it offline. In my mind, there are maybe three people in the NFL that you could trust to take a project like Richardson, keep him on the bench for a year or two, and then develop him into something that works, like that really works. The athleticism in the NFL at quarterback is only going to get you so far. Lamar Jackson comparisons, Josh Allen comparisons, any comparison um, to any quarterback that's athletic always omits the fact that they can throw the ball. Maybe not the best, but they're capable. As you said, when you watch film of Josh Allen in college, when you watch film of Lamar Jackson, when you watch film of any of those quarterbacks that you named, they have capable moments. I have not seen capable moments from um, Anthony Richardson. Even when Hertz was in uh, Alabama and they weren't really a prolific passing offense and he transitioned to Ryan Day and, uh, I mean, not Ryan Day, um, to 
Lincoln, Raleigh, yeah. air raid concept, he was a capable passer. He wasn't the best, but he had capable moments. You do not see that with Anthony Richardson at any point, man. And to me, that's glaring. Like, you're only going to get one to two deep ass throws in the NFL, and he's not going to complete one or two of those if that's the only attempts that he gets. And a lot of his bad passes literally look like throwaways, but they're actually him just trying to pass. That's not good, man. So um, I I think uh, Chase made a valid point uh, one time when he, we were talking about it, and he said uh, he wonders why they didn't just make him into an athlete in college like an like we had the position in college ath why don't you just use them in, in multiple spots why why are you looking like it looks like you forced him to be a quarterback because he's just it's just not there it's just not there but i've been wrong before i have never been wrong when somebody has looked that bad on film jordan love he's gonna be terrible he's gonna be mm-hmm. terrible trey lance I- I didn't want him either. And it's pretty much the same kind of like um, amount of exposure. If you think about it, Lance just went to North Dakota state and Richardson just happened to go to Florida, but the film, I mean, I, I even see capable throws from Lance on film. The, yep. the you, so I don't like it, man. I don't like it. Though. I will say that this is NFL.com. We know his strengths. He's a heck of an athlete. He's got a big arm mm-hmm. weaknesses. NFL.com. Uh, I think it's Lance Zerline. He's a pretty decent guy. Inconsistent and inconsistency and inaccuracy made it hard for him to have sustained success. Could use a better feel for timing on his progressions. Needs to take spice off short throws. Below average touch uh, when rolling out. Hasn't learned to manipulate coverage with his eyes. Struggle to paint intermediate zones with anticipatory throws. Accuracy issues are often functional and poor footwork. Lacks track of coverage and will throw into danger. Too willing to flip the ball outside instead of taking a sack. So basically everything involves actually playing the position of quarterback. Yeah. Any nuance. Yeah, and and, um, like I was saying uh, to Smart too, even Tebow had intangibles. Like he was a winner. That was an intangible. This like guy's had no success game. either. There's That's nothing a there. And in today's game, whether people want to admit it or not, the name of the game is short to intermediate throws, accuracy, and getting the ball into your playmaker's hand and letting them get yak, letting them work. He can't do that. He cannot do that consistently. If you put him in a system with, uh, with what Gino had uh, out in Seattle this year with a, a whole lot of luck, you might can make him into something serviceable, but once again, we're talking about maximum three caliber QB coaches, whispers in the league that could do that right now, bro. And, and I don't see how I don't see how he's any better than Willis. Yeah, and I didn't like Willis. Bigger. Bigger. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I I, I think from watching them play. I saw more from Willis, and they aren't building it around Willis and to his strengths or whatever based on where he went. But what is what what does he have that Willis doesn't have? I mean, the size, but the gun, the arm is the same kind of stuff. So I, mean, I don't know. I guess he's freakish and he's big and he can drag people in in a, in a Cam Newton kind of way. But again, you don't don't even mention him with Cam Newton. Don't even mention him with Josh Allen because just the profile, but that's it. So, 
He's in a video. Yeah, I, I, I need to watch a few more games before I can be official, but I've watched I watched one live. I watched one with the cut-up, and I didn't see it. Uh, Derek Carr has officially, or at least unofficially, been traded to the Saints. What impact do you think he's going to have? Shrug. Who knows, man? That division's trash. That makes the Saints contenders for the division now, <laughs> just based off the fact that uh, off the top of my head, they've got the best quarterback in the division yeah, yeah. by default. By uh, default. Dennis Allen's not a good coach. So I'll be, people, I don't know if somebody's going to tell me that it's not a big sample size, uh, a large enough sample size to say that, but I don't think he's a good coach, man. I, I don't like when people are um, all over the place with personnel um, and the Jameis and Andy Dalton thing just kind of like not even speaking as a Jameis Winston fan, like it didn't make any sense. Like you didn't switch anything. There's the same results as far as the quarterback goes. Couldn't get anything going with your running game. Offensively, they literally were trash and their defense is getting old in the wrong places. I don't think Carr is going to um, move the needle grand scheme. Uh around the league but in their division it does give them the chance to be the favorite but you don't really have any receivers you got michael thomas who i would say his career is over he's always hurt jarvis landry looks washed and possession Slam receiver boy. that's uh, uh you know right alave yeah, got potential but trayvon swift but what that's not enough to do anything and Derek carr is not that guy that can make you know what do you call it chicken salad uh chicken shit he's not that kind of guy so I don't see it as a big deal. Um, if he went to the Jets, the Jets have more weapons, and maybe you get something going, but I understand why he wouldn't want to go to the Jets. And you did a nice little Geno post. Somebody on the big page of IB Network said, why? Like, do people watch football? Did this comeback this man made? I don't know how you could pass him up. But what we saw from Geno was nothing short of amazing. We talk about non-injury comebacks. This is one of the greatest non-injury comebacks anybody's ever had especially for a quarterback to 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 struck 10 years 17 million dollars total this year or next year he's going to get 35 million dollars it's a good story no it's phenomenal man like uh i wrote them off like when did, when did you say they wrote how could you not i mean yeah how could you not and that's literally been the mo and there'll be some people out there that'll probably be like i told you but man this is literally one and it's still one year don't give me that it's one in a hundred million players but either and, way he, and, he did it he did it like for him to to get that contract or to get any like amount of money and commitment from the seahawks even if it's for another year i think yeah. it's phenomenal um and then just the fact that they were willing to roll the dice and and, and allow russell wilson to to just go on about his business and fleece the broncos and gino's functional you make him functional capable you made the playoffs you you have something to build off of, and and if Geno is the the in between before you get another franchise quarterback, that's still phenomenal. You know they got yeah, a lot really of is. a lot of pieces, and they made the playoffs. And he's still below market value for quarterbacks right now. Yeah, phenomenal. Everybody wins in that situation except for the Broncos. I man, I really, I mean, I just love stories like that. So I can't. I can't hate on something like that. I can't. I, it's just a good feel-good story. The thing he said after the first game, I ain't called back. It's just great. It's great to see. And I always thought he had that potential. When I watched him on film with the Jets, 
I was like, it's there, but it's like, you know, being put in positions to win and, and it was always there. And I'm not saying I called anything. I'm saying I saw it and I was like, ugh, he's not being put in great positions and he's young and it may never work out, but I saw the flashes, you know? Uh, and that was when I started first started really watching film and got the game pass. Uh, fair Wait, real, file. Real quick, before we before we switch, can we just also note that this is a testimony to how times have changed? We've seen plenty of Geno's come through now, and people cater offenses to them. Yeah, Gino was very not, different. Yeah, Geno was in a time where they didn't do that, and you see how like it messed him up uh, and what guys get now. So it kind of sucks. He just came up in the wrong era per se because I feel like he would have got had a more extended career if he had uh, today's era where they're more likely to cater to you. Yeah, and I think, yeah, a lot of that too. And, and what he was running at West Virginia, what they were doing compared mm-hmm. to what they were asking him to do, very standard, very, I don't know if it was uh, Brian Schottenheim or who it was, really far, but it was very traditional. They had him doing seven-step drops constantly. It was one of the most annoying. I'm like, why you got seven-step drops all the time and, you're, mm-hmm. and you, you got a rookie quarterback and your offense is in, in your line is trash. But that was the kind of stuff they were doing back then. So, uh, you know, I, I, I acknowledge you, Gino. Appreciate it. Uh, fair foul. Giannis, did you see that? That's foul. It was foul with Mashburn. So, did so, Didn't Mashburn I, I do it or somebody back in the day? I, I can't. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Davis did it, but he did it on the wrong hoop. But Giannis, if you didn't see it, folks, Giannis, end of the game, he's got the ball, less than 10 seconds, he's at half court, he keeps going, he thinks about it, he stops, he's dribbling in place, he decides to shoot it, miss it on purpose, and get his 10th rebound. And I was surprised somebody like Giannis did it, that doesn't look to be, he's himself, but he doesn't look to get in trouble or really offend people. In the last couple of weeks, he did a little jokes about Kevin Durant. And granted, on a daily show, there were skits, but you still said it. You still did it. And then you did this. You know, are we experiencing a heel turn for Giannis here? I hope so, because who going to say something to him about it? Durant exactly. ain't pull up. <laughs> He's kind of goofy anyway. Yeah. You know, so I can see him doing it's that. Funny, and like, man. It was impulsive. He thought about it. He was like, look. I mean, he, he it, the opportunity was there, and the NBA rescinded it. But it's mm. just, it, it, to me, it was kind of hilarious that somebody of that caliber like if it was somebody at Ricky Davis level, okay, but somebody had that caliber being that petty to get a triple T. <laughs> yeah, NBA said, "Cool story, bro." Wrong. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's ridiculous. That that you can't, man. You're too good to do that. Stop that. That's ridiculous. Just pitiful. That's like they say he's real cheap. Like he doesn't buy the stuff and that kind of stuff. That's like a billionaire well, I mean- that like. Let's goes to the publics for samples or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you see how he grew up in Greece and stuff. So yeah, so pro. Yeah, they say yeah. he got immigrant energy. That's what the guy that hosts yeah. the Daily Show. He's like, "Can I have these?" Like on the green room, he's like, "Can I get these? Can I take these home?" Yeah. So, <laughs> Bless so his yeah, heart. That, yeah, so hey, yeah. look, his first game. Never forget his first game. He had to get a ride to the stadium. Man, he couldn't even get a. Text. I remember that him saying that. I, I definitely remember that saying that. So yeah, so I mean. I can't fault him. Hopefully he won't keep doing this crazy stuff. You know, I like what he said against Durant. Uh, in Team Nickel News, most this is pretty common for Team Nickel as far as the rich ones. Uh, Larissa, 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 whatever, Pippen, the former Mrs. Scotty Pippen, uh, says that <laughs> Michael Jordan is good with the relationship 
with Marcus Jordan. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Rewind that back. You said she said that Michael Jordan was good? She said that Michael Jordan was good with it. And I'm bearing the lead because they're trying to have a baby, even though she's 48. That's a fine 48, by the way. But that's a sloppy 48, too. That's a strong She's 48 in regular years, but below the way, she got to be at least 75, 80. And I don't be out here talking <laughs> bad about women like that. But, man, look, Louis, she been around, man. <laughs> Jeez. All right, sir. I don't slut shame, sir. So yeah, I, I'm not. I'm that, for the she people. is. She is another level of sex. I'm of for all women slut, exercising you know? their sexuality. Now, Dude. if they were to tell me how much they exercised it, I don't want all of them to be in the same shape. If I was dating them, but <laughs> I support. And if anybody want to want to call me out on it, you can call me out on it. I, I will make jokes about men that's out here acting like that too. But we don't. We don't really have too many like. We don't yeah, have too many. We've really gone men. down in that area. <laughs> it's women history. Some of that's my fault. Some of that's not. But it's women's history, my sir. You ought to be ashamed to yourself. Shame to yourself. I'd be ashamed. <laughs> Jordan ain't talking to that chick, man. Yeah, I, I only think he ain't nicely. Ain't no way in the world. He probably he don't even like his kids, let alone talk to him. Shoot, <laughs> there's no way. There's no <laughs> hey, way. Look, he could, you, could you imagine? though? let's be real, man. That probably came from like Jordan's agent or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> other than him smiling and smirking about it. You know what I mean? He might smirk about it, but not. Nah, come on, man. Scotty helped you become who you are. Let's let's chill. Scotty you did know? this to himself. Yeah, he that's should have been true. a better uncle. He lucky Jordan ain't catch her. He lucky Jordan ain't catch her. Jordan yeah, right. like a little younger, but still. Jordan, uh, Jordan knows his gold diggers when he's seeing. Yeah, exactly. Team Salty News. Luca broke bad because, well, I, I think Booker was talking to the ref. He wanted some call. I forgot the call he wanted. But Booker was talking to the ref after Luca missed the layup, and Luca felt like he was talking trash. And Luca approached. Then they start going back and forth. You in and out on this Suns versus Mavs rivalry and Luca Booker rivalry. As better than the Warriors and um, Grizzlies. That's uh, all. Rivalry. Well, it's really off now. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, so I mean, it's the best thing we got going. I mean. It, it's good energy. They're competitive with each other, um, and it's cool. Um, I didn't read too much in it. I think there's some mutual respect because I've seen how Devin Booker act when people pull up on him like that, and he didn't seem to have that same energy for Luca. So, and I highly doubt he's scared of Luca. I think it was like two competitors going at it uh, that respect. Luca's got the most obnoxious smile slash smirk in the history of the world. It's that it's, little smirk. It's why it's why he's one of my. I'll say it. He's one of my. He's my second. Favorite white player. He's the one that I acknowledge. I don't Bro, acknowledge white he, basketball. He'll do it too when he uh he'll hit a shot and laugh at you. Yeah, smirk and smile. He got, like he got a Bird lot of Larry Bird energy. Man. Yeah, he got that. He got that in him, and it's like, oh I my god! It. After you tried your hardest, he just hit it right in your face and he laugh at you. And, and, and you know my mo. I only hate good players, man. If you ain't good, I'm not even gonna waste my time hating on you. And Luca, I have hated on Luca since he came in the league, so he has earned it. We did have another saltine that made news about two weeks ago. Mac McClung, we knew about him in oh. IBN or IBN Sports years ago from his high school mixtapes. And he was the great white hope. And finally, it won't be because of his playing career, but finally he did make a name for himself. I, I put worst uh, Black History Month ever. It went viral with like a million views. <laughs> Uh, and then all the racists ruined it. Why are you gonna make everything about race? This ain't funny. 
how does that diminish? And then the black people, how does that diminish black history? It's a joke, man. What? What 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 are we coming to? But I mean, I knew the guy had hops. I wish I was thinking and paying attention. Uh, the stupid wrestling shows come on uh, Saturdays now for WWE. So I was watching uh, whatever it was. Uh, the, what a car. Oh, Elimination Chamber. And so I didn't put money on because I would have I known he's going to win. A dude can jump out the gym. And then small guys, they always get it if they can jump. Yeah, and we've been seeing this. Maybe it's because we're in Virginia, but we do. And there's threads in our group. People could have Google, uh, searched his name and seen threads in our group. Where me and Corey was hating on him when he was yeah, in college. We, everybody he was to be telling good. people, like, when he was at Georgetown, like, he won't nice. And then he transferred, I think, to Texas Tech. And Texas we was like, Tech. He's, yeah, he's still not nice. But uh, Hops, you ain't never going to slander the Hops. Like, yeah, exactly. Legendary. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm happy doing for him, handed windmills in high school. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Like anybody that can kind of find their niche and, and make some money, and, and even if it's just like uh, some Lynn Sanity type fame, that's still pretty dope, you know. Yeah. For him. So and he'll okay. he he's selling tickets. And he ain't even playing. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, you know I ain't hating on it. I, I was impressed by it. Just I was just like the guys in the crowd when I saw it. I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right. We all know, just like we were talking about Luca, you, black people. We respect you. Well, you get a little bit of you're not get that Tiger Woods pushback because no. you you hear how how if you can't play like the reverence that the guys that back in the day played relay bird played against him, like mm-hmm. you do have to prove yourself. You a saltine playing basketball, but once you do that, whether it be at the park or whether it be in the NBA, like you get mad respect, almost more respect. Yeah. Like we we gonna respect you if if you like in the in the white players who who can ball they know that history shows that too like it's a it's an unwritten rule on the court bro we equals until and you know you know if you can prove it and I'm not a, a ball player myself I'm just saying it's from my observation yeah. white dudes come on the court and they can ball they get their respect and honestly they actually get more respect if it's like in in the in like the outdoor courts and stuff at the parks and stuff yeah. the white dude balling everybody gonna let you know he balling and you gonna get made fun of yep. more so yep. or let him ball than he would if he sucked <laughs> so yeah exactly that's the double standard so it's, it's cool exactly. it's nice to see all right to wrap things up how was your second month sir it was cool man i laid low man i ain't get i ain't get suspended this year you see that I made it through I, the whole month. So sad. So sad. The whole month. I, I made it halfway through. I ain't fall for nothing. I ain't fall for nothing. And and I was I was sitting on my hands, man, because I wanted to kick every last white person out. <laughs> and not just kick him out, but like lifetime, man, like boot him, like give him the Maurice. Oh, so Lazenick tried every different angle to make a burner. And every time I see the <laughs> comment, I kicked it out, man. People and then don't I, realize, then I, I am, I am a walking it. It algorithm. It was yeah, funny. I'm a walking algorithm. You, yeah, I'm a right. walking algorithm. You can't even sub me without me seeing I it. I saw that. And you got somebody. Yeah, and like, I, will, true, I will get true. your ass. Yep. Well, I got 11 more days. I had my number one burner back, but I was stupid enough to click some button, and then they got my other burner, my <laughs> number one burner. So now I'm back to Christian Miller. Um so yeah it's rough times i've tried to be good it's so stupid the way they do things but before we go i'll let you roast me what you were alluding to in the beginning of the show why did we do the podcast two weeks ago 
because you broke your own rule about no white women and see how she treated you. Look at you. Now your well, friends first, picking on you and you still got problems. Well, first of all, that was for show. That was a stage mm. uh, celibacy. You ain't got to, you ain't got to, it's, <laughs> it's for show now because you want to gather some of that blackness, but that was, that was, um, that was last month, bro. Look, back to our regularly scheduled program. I'm, exactly. I'm listen, I'm these dudes, you know how ungrateful these guys are. They just want me to do all the work. I looked at the stats. The posts went down, but the comments and reactions went up. I got to do all the work for Black History, and everybody laugh and have fun. Where is my appreciation? Where is my Where's my love? It's exhausting kicking out these saltines, and you know you got to make sure they're cool with it and everything, so I don't lose my money don't, for the all stars. I don't give a fuck if you. I, well, I do. I, trying to build an empire here, man. I let you kick and my so, best friend out, bro. Well, one of my best, well, my best white friends. <laughs> well, I knew he was cool. I mean, most of them are cool, but, but the new ones, I don't, you know, they got to the point. I used to give them the five dollars, but now I don't even do that. It's like they, they feel like it's an honor to get kicked out. They want to get kicked out sooner. So we got a weird thing going on. No, that's like but, you know, it's, it's not it's not real when they want it to be kicked out. <laughs> well, it's a parody, nah. it's satirical. But you know how miserable we'd be if the group was all black. No, I don't. It'd be Jamar's group. Oh, well, yeah. You nah, be I, I, I kick I kick crazy black people out. Sockwell is the only uh he the only drunk uncle we or drunk cousin. Yeah, we go Sockwell is is grandfather then. We we can't do two Sockwells. I'll tell you that right now. It, yeah, it, it's too crazy you, were you there when Glenn Ant was in the group? Yes, I remember he was Glenn legitimately Ant. crazy. Sockwell and for some reason Keys, we allow that too. But hey, Keys was right. He, he called. He would. I said he was ahead of the curve. Yep. For those that didn't see it, Keys put a fake report up from Buttcrack Sports that said job was suspended <laughs> indefinitely, right? And that's what happened. <laughs> Motherfucker can see in the future. Who would have thought? Prophecy. The man, he used to be a church guy. Remember, he used to say something about God and his thing. I pushed and something about God. Yeah. I think we're on yeah. backslid now. Keys, yeah. get back in the church, brother. Some of those <laughs> posts that you, some of those TikTok videos on there, I can tell you straight from the Lord. <laughs> The algorithm never lies, bro. It never lies. We can see what you like in keys. Chill out, bro. Uh, all right, we both slacking. You got any podcasts coming up? Uh, no, but you know, um, people be looking out for my um draft stuff. Um, and then uh, what next? Start next Wednesday. I will be in. Um, I'm actually switching up. I'm going to Charlestown first. I'm gonna do. Uh, my first round of NCAA at Charlestown uh, Casino and um, bet some horses. I will be posting occasional plays in the all-star group. You guys know, if you've been around, March Madness usually goes well for us in there. Um, so I will be giving out free plays for that. And then draft breakdowns, going to do more than quarterbacks this year because Anthony Richardson sucks and probably will need to be evaluated for several other positions. I feel like it's well, a weak year. This feels like the weakest yeah. year. That I've that I've been like since I've been hard watching draft. They they keep saying the tight end depth. They keep if you say the tight end depth, that's tough. (laughs) Receivers not supposed to be that great. Quarterbacks aren't that great. The 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 receivers at the the it's top heavy at. But you it it has been so deep the last two three years. So Yeah. yeah, it's not as exciting. But I'm gonna dig through and see. Uh, what we got soon and start putting some stuff up too. All right, folks, for Accu Lazy, this is the commission asking you, you got a minute, fam?